There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. For 57 yards, most of that was yak. But Troy Aikman pointed it out. He's like, you know what? That was one of those passes where the Niners benefit bad pass. It was high. If Jimmy G throws that perfectly to Debo, maybe it's a pick. Maybe it's a pick six. Instead, Debo to the house, breaking tackles. Um, and that, uh, you know, that was, that put it at 14 to six. And the rest of the way, the Niners were just sort of humming along, protecting that lead to the second half. Fourth and one at the San Francisco 26, down 14-6 to six now for the, uh, for the Rams. 7-24 left in the third quarter. Uh, they go for it. Akers plunge, converts. They have to settle for a field goal, though, when Stafford throws way behind Higby six plays later in the end zone. And if Stafford had waited a beat, Henderson had broken completely free, open in the flat. He would have waltzed into the end zone. And by the way, Stafford had just thrown behind Higby on first and goal, too. That one blew my mind more, even more so than the other one because it was, yeah, he was kind of stumbling out of the pocket or something. His feet weren't completely set, but it was wide open. It was wide open, and he threw it way behind him. And so in kickoff, Ray-Ray McLeod fumbles. You, re- you may remember that. And he recovers his own yeah. fumble. So the Niners had fumble luck going for them up one score then at that point, too. Then they matriculated the ball down the field. 14:54 left, fourth and goal inside the two. They opted for a Robbie Gould 25-yard field goal to go up 17 to nine. And when you're watching that, you're like, "Wow, they're only gonna they're only gonna go up eight with that." But I wonder if at that point the Niners were just thinking to themselves, "The Rams can't do anything on offense." Yeah, nothing. Why wouldn't we kick a field goal? Here? I I didn't love it at first, but I, I don't know. I I didn't hate it afterward because I started thinking that same way, Gil. And sure enough, three and out for the Rams ensued. You have Zach McKinley and Justin Hollins of the Rams fighting each other on the sidelines. The Niners go downfield. They look to go up two scores on a Robbie Gould 42-yard field goal with 8.42 left. He hooks it wide left, and it's still only a one-score game. The Niners are just dominating this football game. It's still only a one-score game. And then uh, in the fourth quarter this year, the Rams had been outscored 37-3 to at that point in the fourth quarter. Well, guess what? That increased to 44-3 to because first and 10 at the San Francisco 44, 636 left. Stafford picked by Talanoa Hufanga to the house, 24-9, to and was basically Katie bar the door at that point, though it was really clinched with 158 left in the game uh, when Stafford was strip-sacked by Samson at Bucom. So that was it. Rams in the end, Stafford 32 for 48, 254, no touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked seven times, and he also lost a fumble. Cooper Cup, 14 for 122 on 19 targets. <clears throat> Pardon me, on 19 targets. Tyler Higby, 10 catches for 73. The Rams only had 257 total yards. They were minus two in turnovers, and that'll do it. 
Jimmy G ended up 16 for 27 for 239 for the Rams. One touchdown, one picked. Uh, one pick, he wasn't sacked. Debo, six for 115 and a touchdown. The Niners only had 13 first downs. That's all they needed, 24 to 9. And so I ask you, Kelly, preseason Gill would have loved the Niners there. Mm-hmm. In-season Gill took the Rams, and in-season Gill is really regretting it. Have the, you know, Stafford has the most picks in the NFL this year through, through four weeks. Here's my first question. Without having gone back and looking at each and one of each one of those, is that him being bad, or is that the fact that he's become so frustrated that the only targets that are ever open are Cup and Higby? That he's just at the point now where he's like, you know what? I'm just throwing it in, and everybody's covered. But at least I know Cup's going to come down with most of these. Stafford with six picks, Ryan Wentz, Jones, and Winston with five. Uh, yes. The the answer is yes to your, your second question. This is we still have to remember. This is Matthew Stafford. He won a Super Bowl last year. Dude's still a gunslinger. We've seen him throw. We've seen him play like this his entire career. This pro the problem that this team has right now is the offensive line is atrocious, right? You have all these injuries all over the offensive line. I actually think it's incredible what Stafford has been able to do with Cup so far this season. I mean, imagine. It's amazing. He's basically their only offensive weapon. Yes, Higby's had a great year. You can just go back and look at their box scores. It's all Higby and Cup, as you as you said. Imagine p- playing against this team, though, and knew- knowing Cooper Cup is going to be targeted <laughs> as much still, as he is. And he still gets the And ball. he's still getting all these catches. Yeah. It's incredible, but it's. It's the only weapon they have, right? And the offensive line is so banged up, they can't run the ball, can't establish any kind of running game, and your offensive weapons are limited behind a, behind an injured offensive line. Look, they've got to add a receiver at some point. I know everybody kind of assumes Odell's going back there at some point. Maybe that helps fix things. But, I mean, from an offensive side of the ball, I don't think we're going to see a Super Bowl-quality level Rams team again until this offensive line gets back in form. So, Allen and Allen Robinson giving them nothing on the outside. Nothing, nothing. Nothing. I mean, and this is a guy that you, me, Matt Brown, uh, have complained for years, right? Give him a chance. Give him a quarterback. He's never had a quarterback. McGloin, Hackenberg, like, never had a quarterback. Trubisky, on and on. And, and now I, he's and, got Stafford. You know, we're not, we're not coaches. I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if it's all on him. I don't know if it's Stafford's just connection with Cup and he's not even looking his way. I don't know if they're not drawing up enough plays for him. It's probably a combination of all of the above, but he's given him nothing. Two more questions. One has nothing to do with anything, which I like. Uh, the fan comes on the field and Bobby Wagner just absolutely clotheslines him. Can a lawyer tell me, can, can players do that without impunity? I want to know. I want to thought... know. Is this all the way back in the day? This is like before I was even a kid. Like, yeah. There was a guy, Mike Curtis of the Baltimore Colts. It's sure, famous, yeah. famous footage. He lays out a fan. I, I think players have the memo that they can do whatever they want at that point. But I would like an attorney to tell me, is that true? Can they just go to town? It's funny you bring this up because I'm always the guy where if, if there's a player that helps with, with a situ, helps with a situation like this, I'm like, good, somebody helped, right? <laughs> but last night it was the first time I remember ever thinking exactly what you just said, yeah. where at what point yeah. is this guy a violent weapon that's being used to take down a trespass? In other words, could that little pisher in the pink, could he sue Bobby Wagner now? By yeah, the way, I, that, you see the Rex Chapman tweet, like the guy, the security guard might have blown out his knee, chasing him too. It was all thing. Anyway, here's, here's a bigger question. Macro, con- contextual. The Rams, this just in, Kelly, won the Super Bowl last year. But you remember, I was a big Titans guy. They sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Somehow the Bengals overcame that. Then the Bengals had a rabbit's foot up their butt the rest of the playoffs. They got to the Super Bowl, and the Rams, therefore, didn't have to play either the Bills or the Chiefs. Yep. 
Does any of that last night cause you to rethink what we saw last offseason? Sure, but it's the nature of the NFL, right? A one-game playoff, it's freaky stuff can happen. Oh, I'm not saying freaky stuff can't happen. What I'm saying it is, does it take a little shine off the Rams for you? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But it could. Could. Team with a better chance to get back to the Super Bowl, Bengals or Rams? Um, well, Rams, because the, the conference is so much easier. But only because of that. Uh, we will do our NFL power rankings also later in the show, which haven't changed much, at least in my case, from last week to this week. We'll come back. Baseball. Paul Spohr from Fangraphs. Next, it's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. And as always, if you have a gambling problem, Call 1 800 522 4700. We get uh, tweets, we get texts. Chris Felica talking about my uh, thing at the end of the segment there was like, does it cause you to uh, reconsider the Rams' run from last year? He goes, Of course it does. He said the Rams had, have, had a rabbit foot up their uh, butts in the playoffs too. Uh, and he goes on about that. Paul Carr, frequent guest on the show. Uh, loves the Mike Curtis reference. He says, love that clip. I knew someone out there would remember the <laughs> Mike Curtis. Can always count on Paul Carr. Not me. <laughs> to, get, to, get the, uh, to get the reference. Um, still to come here this hour, Kelly, Kelly Bidlin on college football, guessing lines, and O's the Mentalist. O's Perlman. O's the Mentalist coming up uh, on this segment as well. But first, we got to talk baseball because we get, didn't get a chance to talk baseball yesterday. We bring in our buddy Paul Sporer from Fangraphs of Sleeper in the Bus podcast and, of course, uh, twitch.tv slash Sporer. What else did I miss? My goodness. At Sporer on Twitter, S-P-O-R-E-R. How you doing, man? I'm well, Gil. How are you? I'm doing very well. So many things to talk about. Okay, first, the Braves and the Mets at the top of the NL East. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have I've talked about this for the better part of a month now on a numbers game. I kept betting the Braves over and over and over again. And I just want to, I'll go, I'll get into this at length, but this is, you know, unlike some of the other famous bets we've made on this show for, for many years that someone was kind enough to point out on Twitter yesterday. This is, this was different by nature because this required me to, it didn't require me to, but this is how I ended up doing it. I would go into a sports book every day and every day I would see this number. And every day I said to myself, this is not right. 
This is not right. But what it did require you, it's one thing to talk about it in advance. It's one thing to talk about it in, retro, in retrospect. But to go into a sports book every day and to consider, I'm going to put even more money on this. Next day, I'm going to put even more money on this because I thought it was the best bet in the sports book. That, that was quite the sort of mental hurdle every day to get through, but I just believed in it. What I believed in specifically was that it didn't take into account, the market was not taking into account the fact that that three-game series was in Atlanta and that Atlanta never lost control of its own destiny at any point during this arc. Mm -hmm. And in those three games, they made a big deal. Well, it's going to be DeGrom, it's going to be Scherzer, it's going to be someone, it's going to be Bassett. But Scherzer's Achilles heel is always the home run, and Atlanta does that great. So to me, that was never going to be a never going to be the real problem game. And Degrom, as this bet was going on, started to look shakier and shakier. So that sort of fell into that sort of played into why the bets were made as well. And then it was all this other little data, right? It was hey, keep in mind. There were still, even though the Mets held the tiebreaker, all you heard in the mainstream media, Paul, was that the Mets had the tiebreaker. But if the Braves had the scenario where they won all games, they would get the tiebreaker at the end. And that was sort of the that was sort of the booster at the end. And then there was, you know, hey, if they, it goes to a final game, the Marlins aren't going to pitch Alcantara. So there's all these little details. Anyway, all that to say, the Braves still have to get one more win. Does that sure. happen today, sir? Probably. Yeah. I, I... I think they're going to steal it for sure. It's a matter of when, seemingly not if. And I, I, I think today, today probably is the day. Although um, I guess the Mets have a doubleheader, they do. so yeah. if if the Marlins won and they hit the doubleheader, they could you know make it a little bit uh, a little spookier. But no, you know we talked about it a couple different times too with regards to Atlanta and how they were the better team. They're and the better. That, that's by the way. That's the topic sense of the whole thing. They're just a better baseball team all and, around. By the way. And I just didn't see that that was getting valued in either. I understand the schedule stuff and the series and the fact that the series was set up nicely for the Mets in terms of the pitches that they wanted. But I look up and down this Braves team and it's just better, especially on offense um, in comparison to the Mets. And Mets are a good team. They can make a big run. I'm, I'm not burying them or anything. But it's scary that this Braves team is is markedly, I would say, markedly better yes. than last year's World Series win. Yes, yes. Absolutely right, and that's and that's the thing. By the way, I did uh, now that uh, now that this is looking good. I did uh, bet them to win the whole thing as well, seven to one, like six it. and a half to one. I really like their chances. And now, so if you're if you're Buck Showalter, and we shouldn't assume because again, the Braves' magic number remains one. Any Braves mm -hmm. win or Mets loss here the last couple of days, and the Braves will be the NLE's champs. But what that would do in effect is have the Mets playing this amazingly crunched up postseason schedule where they really can't mess around. And so if you're the Mets and you're in a three-game series, it'll either be against the Phillies or the Padres. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you play those three games with your pitching staff, knowing that there would be a f best of five against the Dodgers right after that? Straight up. I mean, you, to, I don't right? think you can worry about how it's going to play with the Dodgers because then you're not going to get to the Dodgers. And we see that sort of stuff at times with teams looking too far ahead. I don't think I don't think they start worrying about any of that. You play it straight up. You got to beat the team in front of you. Then you worry about the Dodgers from there. The Dodgers got some of their own problems too. You know, they're a 110 win team that looks flawed, which is a weird thing to say, but they truly are. I, I don't trust that bullpen at all. The uh, the rotation depth isn't particularly strong. Of course, you're going to put some starters into the bullpen to kind of strengthen that. But uh, yeah, I don't think they have any option to play it any other way. And there is a case to be made. You know, 
we talk about rest versus rust every year. There is no definitive value on the data in terms of rest over rust. Um, we'll see how it goes this year, right? Because some teams like to just keep playing. And I'm not saying that the Mets would sabotage themselves to, to not get that by, but it doesn't always hurt teams that just keep playing as opposed to ones that kind of sit idly by. And as a Tigers fan, I know all too well as they swept through a couple LCSs and then ended up getting beaten by uh, teams that they were much better than, including the 2012 Giants, Gil. And that's the best I can say. You guys won, so that's, I can take a small jab <laughs> well, to say that they were better on paper as if it matters. I mean, it was a sweep, so what are you going to do? It, um, did, it didn't matter. Speaking of the Giants, have you noticed that they may finish with a winning record? I just want to point yeah. that out. That in the end, they're going to be like five games out of a playoff spot. Anyway, that's just yep. for me. Um, back, back to the thing for a second, though. So the wild card would be the 7th, 8th, and ninth. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Day off. DLS, the uh, the division series starts, the DS starts, 11th is the National League now, 11th, 12th, day off, 14th, 15th, 16th. So like, again, my my buddy Jeff Parlay, who was the producer of this show for, yeah, who was the producer of the show for for many years, five and eight, Grover Cleveland of producers. He is a huge Mets fan. And so he was like, well, what I think they should do in the, in the wild card is that they should not pitch DeGrom and then save DeGrom. And I'm just like, but it's a best of three, dude. You can't do that. You can't. You can't. You it, just can't. Yeah. So it's no. it's fascinating. That's why winning yeah, this division was such a big deal. Exactly. And, you know, it's not a full Mets going to Mets because it wasn't uh, they're going to make the playoffs and everything. And the Braves yeah. are better than them, too. I'm so, so like, glad you said that. Yes. This it, was not it's Mets okay. Mets. It's okay getting chased down by a better team. They just weren't as good. They're still a good team. They have a good chance to still win 100 here if they win a couple of these uh, handful of games here. They're 98 wins. So, I, again, I don't think this is a Mets meltdown, but you got to play it straight up regardless of who you're facing here in that first round. You've got multiple aces on the team. You have guys who can pitch like aces in Bassett, Carrasco, and Taiwan Walker in different spurts. They are not aces, but they have that capability. you got to trust your horses. you got to go with the big guns in the wild card and then play it out against the Dodgers however it plays out. I don't think you can save anything because that's how you get upended because there's no universe where I don't believe that the Phillies or Padres could beat them, especially even straight up, even if they are throwing DeGrom and Scherzer. So mm-hmm. they have to play it straight up. They cannot get keep. By the way, Phillies make the playoffs last night because the Brewers, uh, up until last night, have wanted no part of making the playoffs, apparently. Just <laughs> no completely point. disinterested. And, <laughs> no you point. know, I, I, took me a while to finally back off them uh, around August. But they just no desire. And, like, I don't sit around calling uh, dudes out and saying, you know, they don't have a heart or whatever. I, I don't know what goes on. But, my goodness, the the microcosm of their season was that extra innings games, uh, extra innings game against the Marlins where they just refused to win. So the yeah. Marlins were like, I, I guess we'll win. I mean, yeah. we don't care about winning this year because we're, we're rebuilding. But, yeah, it's just ridiculous. They're a team that is built for a short series as well. The Brewers could have made some noise if they'd gotten in, especially with Burns and, and uh, Woodruff. But, no, they just – they just didn't seem to want to. You know, the interesting thing about them, too, is you look up and down the offense, there's some pretty good numbers there, but it seems like nobody, they were never all pulling at the same time, right? Like you got right. uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of their starters above average, meaning a 100 or better OPS plus. Um, and yet it feels like their offense was super underwhelming because it'd be two, three guys at a time doing well. And then the other guys seem to be hitting a 50 WRC or LPS plus. So yeah, that Brewers team, they choked big time. So Mariners making the playoffs for the first time in 20 years, Phillies making the playoffs for the first time in 10 years. Uh, trivia question. Who's, which, which are the two clubs with the longest droughts now? It's the postseason. Um, 
God. Is one of them the Tigers? Yes. Tigers and oh. Angels. Seven years. Ooh. Tigers and Angels. angels. Disgusting. Disgusting that one of them is the Angels. Just disgusting. <laughs> that, that part is disgusting, right? We Artie get... Moreno should only get 50% of the sale price just for failing. Just for failing so miserably. All right, so we got to run, but uh, we won't get to talk to you before the postseason starts. We'll talk to you extensively next week before the DL, before the division series. Um, the team again, as people as you go out here, the team that people should be thinking about from a long shot standpoint that has the, has the most alive to win it all would be... Guardians. I know they're they're a division winner, but I doubt they're going to be super hyped up. I like that ball club. They can hit as well as pitch. Okay. Guardians it is. Paul, this is going to be great. Can't wait. Thanks, Gil. Let's get it done. Have a good one. You too. Paul Spore, the best in the business. At Spore, S-P-O-R-E-R from Fangraphs right here on a numbers game at VEASAN. O's the mentalist, the specialist, next. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VSEN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VSEN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming Becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Uh, we will talk to Andy McNeil about hockey, the Eastern Conference of the NHL, a little later on the show. Uh, more baseball later on as well. Some college football with Pete Futak. We'll do our NFL power rankings. But ladies and gentlemen, right here and now, and I can see it in Kelly's face. You're smiling because you're, you're excited for this too. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. And breaking news, the NHL season starts Friday. Oh, wow. Special numbers game investigation <laughs> yeah. reveals that the NHL is starting off on Friday, everybody. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this person came to my attention because I got bombarded by texts uh, from people last week when he appeared on ESPN. He actually appeared with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, specifically then in studio at ESPN, uh, and has some stuff coming up here in the future with uh, other NFL teams and including a little, uh, little Tom Brady interaction as well. Uh, he is the uh, former host of, uh, or the former star of NBC's O's Nose. But of course, he was an America's Got Talent finalist as well. Ladies and gentlemen, O's Perlman, O's the Mentalist. How you doing, O's? Hey, How are you? How you doing, Gil? I'm doing very well. Is, is, was that a good intro? Did I get everything right? Nailed it, man. Nailed it. All right. What, what is, so uh, first of all, you are doing something with Tom Brady coming up. When can people expect that? Yeah, so the secret's out. I'm doing a bunch of stuff with ESPN. Uh, you saw the first segments with the Ravens. Uh, it was pandemonium with Lamar Jackson at the end when I, the whole room exploded. I wish they would have, if the segment was 30 more seconds, you would have seen every single member of that team high-five me on the way out. It felt like uh, I just won the Super Bowl. Uh, but the next segment's this weekend. If you're watching Sunday Countdown, I believe I will be on with the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll. I got a crazy segment with DK Metcalf. I don't want to tease too much. Uh, and then... Uh, Go, uh, Tom Brady with the Bucks. Um, we shot this in the preseason. It was kind of a surprise where I went to every one of these teams during training camp. They had no idea who I was. Some of the guys had heard of me, but man, they they were just like freaked out after a practice one day. Uh, and we filmed it for ESPN, and we're taking kind of a longer show and compressing it down to the five best minutes. So uh, those are both going to drop, I think, in the next few weeks on Sunday Countdown. Okay, so for, for those, there's a lot of people listening. Like, wait, I don't know who this guy is yet. So, for, by the way, I'm just learning. You won a 50 mile Chicago Ultra Marathon, by the way, which is a whole another matter. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But you are a mentalist. Please yes. explain to us what that is exactly. How would you define that? 
So everybody knows what a magician is, right? Everybody thinks magicians, you think fast hands, you think tricks, you know, where you fool the eyes. So I really don't fool the eyes, I fool the mind. So instead of me having fast hands, I'm able to know how people behave, influence their behavior. There's a lot of things that have to do with body language, psychology, and all different subtle versions of misdirection that allow me to seem like I can read minds and pseudo influence people's thoughts. Um, so it's kind of like a magician of the mind, uh, but it's not supernatural. I'm not claiming to be psychic. I don't know the future. I've had some pretty good success in the past when it comes to sports betting in the sense of predicting games. Uh, but I'm doing honestly the same techniques you are, which is deep analysis, um, playing the odds, looking for little advantages. If I can gain an edge, I go with it. And so that's what I'm doing in, in my career is I kind of gain an edge in knowing how people will behave and think and hopefully do it in an entertaining way. When, when did you first, de- I mean, so would you describe this as a talent? It sounds like you're not describing it yep. as something you were born with. When yep. did you realize this was something you could do? Well, it's, it's iterative. So let me explain to you. If you do magic tricks, everybody knows pick a card, right? You've probably seen a guy come up to you say, pick a card, you put it back and he found it or she. So that trick, take that and take it to the nth degree. What if before you even pick the card, I say, look at the cards and I can start to read you and go, this guy's going to be a ace of spades. This girl's going to be a queen of hearts. Like I can start to know what people will do before they do it um, and call it stats, call it analysis, call it intuition. It's not supernatural. I'm not speaking to dead people. I just know how to read people in a certain way. Um, within the confines of what I do. I can't go into a casino and, you know, beat everybody at poker. just doesn't work that way. I wish it did. Uh, but I do have a, a statistical advantage, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like magic without the card tricks. So I started doing this as a teenager. I was doing more and more magic tricks, close-ups, that kind of sleight of hand, and then it evolved over the few years. And by the time I was in kind of my mid-20s, I switched to full-time mentalism, and I used to work on Wall Street. I quit my job to do this full time. So you on these on these ESPN shows, and obviously with the Ravens, uh, you were yep. present. You were present at the team's facility. You were present at the ESPN yep. studios. You are not yes. present with us now. You are skyping to us from where? From New York. New York City. Unfortunately, a rainy day in New York. I was. I wish I was with you in Vegas. I was in Vegas two days ago. Ah. Uh, playing. It was 96 degrees. Here, I'm freezing my butt off. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, next time you're here, if this goes okay, I'm going to be so freaked out that I'm going to want to have you in studio. Are you able to do what you do with me now remotely? Sure. Uh, we have a lot of time left, though. Do you have any other questions? Because once I do this stuff, you're not going to be able to talk about anything else. Well, that's what I mean. Uh-huh. So I want to get into this because I want to be blown away here. And if, if I am blown away, I may need recovery time. Let me ask you a question. You're in Vegas. You're yes. in the mecca of gambling in the world. Uh, I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, do you have a deck of cards there in studio? We do have a deck of cards. Yes, we were prepared. You don't prepared. have a deck of cards, you're going to lose your Vegas card. Do me a favor, grab the deck of cards. Okay, yeah, deck of cards. Now, here's the difference, sleight of hand. I want to explain to you the difference between sleight of hand. Is if I'm there and I touch the cards, you know I can do a trick, right? I could do something. These are your cards. Mm-hmm. We've never met each other in our life, have never, we, Gil? Never, never. Take the cards out, give them a little mix. Okay, take the cards out? Yeah. All right, give take, them a little- taking them out right now. Hold on. Okay. Should I show everybody that, that they're all, that they're kosher here? Show them. Let's okay. see. Why not? Everybody sees they, that they're, they're, they're suited. They're basically suited here, I think. Yeah, so that's a, mixed. Because otherwise, mix them up. people's combinations are to go. They'll never go to the one at the beginning or end. They'll go to the okay. middle. little mix. All right. And, um, Doing it this way? Doing it this right way? Now, you, any way you want. All right. Then I'll do it this way on the, on the, uh, on the console here where I do this there. Okay. Get fancy on it. All right. Here we go. There we go. Okay. Put those together. Now, here's the key. I'm telling you, I'm not psychic. 
So right now, if you just picked a card randomly out of the deck, that's not what I do. Okay. So what I want instead is I want you to look through those cards. Yeah. And there's going to be emotion at play. And you're going to look through, and I want you to find your, I like to call it air court, your favorite card of the day. Okay. Find that card, take it out, and I want you to, don't, oh, don't let us see it. Take it yeah, out. Yeah, take it out. Okay. And then I want you to sit on it. Don't let us see it. Make sure we can't see it in the camera. Sit on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting you on it. You never had to shuffle a deck of cards out air before, Gil? I'm sitting on it. Okay. <laughs> this card today for whatever reason i didn't influence you i didn't tell you what to pick this could have been any card or a hundred percent is that the truth that is the truth hundred percent think of one that's going to be your favorite yeah you could have gone with anything yep okay here's what i want you to do the cards that are remaining mm -hmm. you ready mm -hmm. i want you to hold them up for a second to yep. the camera yeah and one quick riffle one kick one, one. Not, not a spread riffle zoop zoop Here's what I think you would have done. Do it one more time. We saw a few. Look at me. No, no, you don't have to spread them all out. I don't okay. want you to think I'm going to close okay. them up. Hold, hold. I think that as a gambler, you would have avoided an obvious card like an ace. That's why I just think it would it was too obvious for you. And so when you avoid the ace, you go to the middle, and the most commonly picked card is the ace of spades. I want you to know that because it's on the deck of cards. So what you would have done instead is gone to a club because you like black cards, you were in black shirt. You went right in the middle, you like even numbers, even bets. You have an eight of clubs sitting that you're sitting on right now. Am I right? Show us. What in the no heck? Way. There's no way. What? What is? <laughs> we bought that deck of cards in the gift shop 30 minutes ago at the soundboard. What is happening? I have to tell them this is not something I told you because the, the best part of what I would read is all the YouTube comments say fake scripted. And I tell them nothing's fake. Nothing's scripted. I, I could have done it. Guys, How about this? everybody's listened to this show for years. This, there is nothing fake or scripted about what just happened here. Oh, How many, oh my God. You think you reference in a given show and your co-host, could you, your co-host, I'm so sorry. We didn't have a chance to ever speak or I didn't have a chance to say hi to Gil. What is your name, sir? Kelly, Kelly Bidlin. I thought it was Kelly. I just want to make sure. How many people do you think you reference per show? Like, how many sports people do you talk about each show? At 37 least. and a half. Okay. So here's what I want to do. <laughs> Kelly, 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 Gil, here's what I want to do. If I were to say to you. We, well, by the way, we only, have, we only have 90 seconds before the end of this. Fine? Time. All right. Time. All right. I want you to close your eyes, Gil. Yeah. And I don't know which sport you would go with, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, right? All the different seasons are going on. But if I were to say to Kelly, if I were to ask him this question, think of anybody in sports that you have not mentioned recently, and Kelly thought of somebody right now, mm -hmm. do you agree, Gil, that he probably is going to think of somebody completely different than you did? Absolutely. Can I buy Right, there's yeah. no way to know. Right. Uh, here's what I think. Kelly, you just thought of that person right this second. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Gil, open your eyes. Yeah. I think you each did different sports. Gil, I think you did basketball. Am I correct? Yes. And I think, Kelly, you just thought of a football player. Am I right? Or a football person? No, baseball. You oh. did baseball? Okay, so here's why. You never know with these things. Everyone's asked me, can you read everybody's mind? I can't. I'm going back to you, Gil, because I can't get it right every time. I swear to you, I can't. It's not a trick. I think you decided to go with somebody not playing currently because that's too obvious. And then, and then do you have a pad of paper there? Can you write down the name on a pad of paper? Off camera, okay. off camera, okay. off camera. Make sure you're off camera. All right, we got to go to commercial here, though. Hold on one second here. Back. 20 seconds. Go, go, go. Write the name. Don't let me see it. Because you know what? It's raining here. Okay. It's raining here. And it's loud. And you know why it's loud? It sounds like there's thunder. Dan Thunder. Dan Marley is who you thought of, isn't it? Oh, my God. Show us the paper. Bring it closer. Oh, my God. Dan Marley. Bottom, bottom here. Dan Marley.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. I'm going to try to read this promo now and act like anything in this world matters anymore. BetMGM pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any Major League Baseball game, and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport, regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Do an existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Skill Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Uh, A couple more minutes. With O's Perlman, O's the mentalist. We were going to let him go, but we ran into a wall. So I, I got to have O's back here for just a couple more minutes. O's, you with us still? I'm still here, Gil. Okay, you can follow him. I, at- I, thought, I thought you were about to faint. Um, so <laughs> let me. We ran into a wall, but basically this is, and I, I, we didn't get a good enough shot here on camera. So maybe I just want to. I wrote this real quick, so for, forgive the chicken scratch. I don't know if you guys can see that. That's what I wrote. So and say the name right. It's not Majorly. That's Dan Marley. That's Dan Marley. I believe that's how you spelled it, right? Was that how, he, how Marley spells his last name? I believe that's how he yeah, spells it. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. So that's how he spells it. So I have not mentioned Dan Marley on this show. Maybe ever. I've never heard you Maybe before. ever. But somehow Dan Marley crept into my brain. So I have a couple questions. One... Yep. Are you are you causing my brain to come up with Dan Marley? <laughs> That's the first thing. And then two, why couldn't you read Kelly, but you can read me? What does that say about me? That's yeah. Well, Kelly's man. I don't know what's going on in that guy's head. I don't know if he knows what's going on in his head. It's going to be funny is for your viewer to watch, because what's great with these segments, and I love this, is if you rewatch this. I think you might see where thoughts got planted into your head. Dude, um, there's no way you could have come up with Dan Marley pl- plant, well, thoughts planted watch. or not. I don't know if some of, the, some of these people, is this, this go up on YouTube and then people can watch it over and over? If oh, so, they I might think, see I it. think we're going to put it on YouTube. Did you think of it or did I? This is like that movie Inception. Um, so I, 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 you know, I don't tell you trade secrets, how I do it, but I can tell you that people watching this over and over again, I did a thing on Ellen. Um, if you want to go down a YouTube wormhole, type in Ellen DeGeneres and then my name, which O's, uh, you're going to clearly see a thing where I did with a mass group. I made everybody think of the same thing and, um, you watch it over and over and you'll see, it's kind of like you can get inside people's heads. That's what, that's what marketers do. That's what advertisers do. That's what I'm paid to do. See, that's the part that I'm more freaked out about. Everybody's, everybody's amazed that he was able to guess that that's who I came up with. But from my perspective, I'm more freaked out that my brain threw out Dan Marley out of nowhere. 
Or why did you pick the eight of clubs, right? Because I assure yeah. you that if some people were at home, they wouldn't have taken the eight of clubs. So not everybody, it's not as if I can make the same thing happen with everybody. It's, you get a feel for certain people. Oh my and also, God. I did a recent show, which you told me, DraftKings. So big shout out to DraftKings. I love them. Uh, they brought me in to a client appreciation. I wonder if any of the DraftKings clients right now are listening. Some big sports bettors, uh, really sharp guys and gals. And I freak them out, man. These are people that study sports inside and out. And um, they were a lot of fun. We did this down in Arizona, and it was just very recent. So uh, a lot of these DraftKings folks. And, and I love, I like the sports bettors especially because these are people with rigorous analytical skills, right? They don't take things at face value. They're looking for the hidden edge. You're looking for, you know, what's the line here? What's the line here? You, you don't just fall into traps. So when you mess with them, it's the best because they're like, how did you get my head? I, I, I do this for a living. I don't know. I'm doing the rest of this show. Is there anything else you wanted to do for today, Oz, or are we leaving it at that? I'm going to leave you on a high note. We'll have okay. to come back. We'll have to do it again, maybe in studio in Vegas. Uh, I perform in Vegas. Let's I don't do know, that. maybe a dozen times a year. So next time I'm out there, we'll drop you a line. We'll do something. I don't know if I love you, Oz, or if I'm terrified <laughs> of you. I, it's somewhere in that in that world, somewhere in that mix. It's a love-hate relationship, Gil. I think, I think Kelly, <laughs> Kelly's waiting. Kelly's like, what about me? What and about so me? No, Oz, what I'm thinking is, I don't care what you said about the poker table before. If I ever see you sitting across oh, from me at a I'm poker table, no, I'm getting up right away. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. But you, and you said this doesn't apply to sport. Like, you can't tell me who's going to win the World Series. You can't tell me who's going to win the Super Bowl. N- none of that. So I've had some good luck. I, I'm going to put it out there. If you go through my Instagram, you'll see I did Super Bowl predictions for a few years. Okay. And then I ate some humble pie where I think I was right four years in a row. But, man, people think it's psychic. And I go, I just, you know, I don't want to say it's good luck. It's like, how do you know sports bettors that constantly win and do this for a living? They're obviously not gambling. They have some sort of a way to analyze. There's people that look at handicaps. They have a better way to assess information than others. So I had a good, good luck for a while. And then, oh, I lost one. But... I got to keep at it. Uh, I, I think I have better odds than most people, though, when it comes to uh, certain sports. Oh, I know when I see a bad number on the NL East division, but I have no idea what card you're going to pick or what random athlete from when ever in history. Oh, my goodness. O's Perlman, everybody. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, gang. O's Perlman at O's the Mentalist on Twitter. I, I mean, I would say go check out some of the rest of his stuff, but I think what you just saw right here is I we were wondering how much we were going to be able to be, be able to do remotely, right? Right. All I was stuff is in I was person. worried this morning because I'm like, how good can this possibly be? You just sat on an eight of clubs and he called it. What what is that? Dan Marley. He's, he's, does he have a camera up my my booty? Like what does he have? <laughs> like this is a this is a deck of cards. That our audio op, Jeff Jeds, had to run to the gift shop to get to get before the show we had for a whole 30 minutes. It's a used deck of cards from the poker room. There's, an, there's another hour plus of this show. I have no idea how I'm, how I'm making it to the end of this. I don't know either. You know, you know what will help out? He couldn't get in this steel trap, though, Gil. <laughs> I'm feeling a little better. Couldn't get in this steel trap. That's what makes it. I'm like, God, how readable am I? <laughs> Jeez. I don't. This is. It's one not that he, he, but it's not that he read me. He produced that Dan he Marley. Produced it. He and produced the, it like out the, of my you, head. You like the spin line where he's like, "It's a little overcast out here. Thunder. I'm thinking thunder, thunder, Dan." I'm like, "What?" Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like he like he brings that. He brought that all together. I'm sure he didn't need to say that, but you know, connects it. We got Mark Borchard to talk baseball, Andy McDeal to talk hockey, Pete Futak college football next hour. We're doing NFL power rankings, but you know what? I need to transition out of that. A little segment we like to call Kelly. 
I can't even say it. Kelly Bidlin <laughs> guesses college football lines. Yeah, let's fire it up. You want a medalist? Here we go, Kelly. <laughs> I'm going to guess every single one of these right. <laughs> this has gone off the rails entirely. I, I'm no good. I'm done. All right. We got five. We, we started this last week again for those who missed it. Uh, it's a playoff NFL guessing lines, which Chrissy and I do, uh, Chrissy and I do oh so seriously. Chris Andrews and I every Monday for a decade now. Um, and then uh, we had this little exchange again where we threw out a game real quick before a segment. And I was and it was like, what was it, the UW-Stanford game? And Kelly was like, what's the line? I go, 14. And there was this silence for three seconds. And Kelly goes, plus or minus. <laughs> so we thought this would be a good bit. All right, Kelly, you ready? Let's go. I'm ready. Uh, I got, I've got my slim notes in front of me. All right. Good SEC game. Tennessee at LSU. All right. Tennessee laying seven on the road at LSU. Can't remember if I gave the guys seven or seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, Tennessee with wins over Florida and Pitt beat Ball, Ball State and Akron by a combined score of 122 to 16. Hendon Hooker, fourth in Heisman odds ahead of someone named Blake Corum. Or something like that. I don't even know who it is, Gil. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> off the bye week. Potential pre- trap spot with Bama on deck. Laying seven on the road at LSU. And I think LSU's quarterback might be coming back this week. How'd I do? Show me seven. This is not family feud, man. <laughs> it's three. Your line isn't very good. <laughs> so, oh. by the way, how did you do on your five last week? Oh, two, two and three. Two and three on the Kelly Bidlin value, value <laughs> okay. system. All right, we'll try to bounce back this week. Actually, only three. That's a pretty poor guess. But uh, not unlike one of the guesses I had in the NFL guessing lines this week. So, you know, I'm sure you'll do better from here. Alabama hosting Texas A&M. This was circled on everybody's uh, calendars before the college football season. Now it's taken on a bit of a different spin, I should say, after Texas A&M doesn't look all that good. And uh, Bryce Young questions on him day to day. I believe is the story on yeah, Bryce Young. Day to day. Okay. Day to day, and Saban's not going to tell us anything before the game. It sounds like I put fourteen and a half <laughs> because, like, I, it's, we're talking about a Heisman quarterback. It's questionable. I wish you were. Make, I wish you had a sports book. Uh, Alabama is quite a bigger favorite than that. Alabama. Alabama is favored by twenty four and a half. Oh, All right, three real quick. Three more real quick, guys. Let's do these rapid fire for Kelly. He's not having a good day so far. Notre Dame. Hosting BYU. Or no, it's here in Vegas. Pardon me. It's here in Vegas. The Shamrock Series. Neutral. Oh, I totally knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Notre Dame laying seven. They got to have better athletes. They've got to be the favorite in this game. I don't know by how much. I went with seven. BYU with the better season so far. Notre Dame hurting a bit. But I think uh, I I still like like a blame points. I thought they were at home, though. So let's make it seven is what I said before. I'll, I'll stay with that. And the answer is, well, oh, it's not up on BetMGM, apparently. Oh, we don't have a line for it. Oh, interesting. Maybe they probably pulled down before this segment. That makes sense. (laughs) Just like with right angle sports, (laughs) they're like, oh, right angle's doing a segment. Let's pull down all our college football lines. All right, we'll get back to that in a second. UTEP at Louisiana Tech, real quick. You guys are so mean. UTEP lane three. (laughs) And the answer is, oh, we're having trouble putting them up on the screen? Oh, I was relying oh, on the okay. screen, guys. Oh, the segment went to hell. There we go. Well, we'll update everything after the break. <laughs> and we'll read through all your O's the uh, Mentalist tweets as well. We are flooded with those. And we will talk baseball once again. Mark Borchard on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.